Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Boss Rush Podcast, a great place to play games and be better. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me, as always, is the sleeveless muscle race, Mr. Laron Dawkins. <laughs> What's poppin'? Also joining us is the uh, Mahomes baby making Bieber, Bieber cousin, Logan Corkins. <laughs> Like somehow like, I made it worse, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Somehow, <laughs> somehow. <sighs> also, I got nothing. I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also joining us from the Boss Rush Network and Block's Game Reviews is Block. Hi, Block. Well, hi. How are you? I'm I'm still great. Thanks for asking. Good. Yeah, Good. yeah. We didn't do this ten we, minutes ago. We did not. This it, is our second actually, take. Don't let him lie to you, mothers. It was actually lovers. we did this 13 minutes ago. Actually, uh, I don't know any of you people. <laughs> where am I? <laughs> where am I? I'm in this little box. Where, I'm in a box. Where am I? I don't know where I am. Uh, how's everybody doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Good. Pretty good. Uh, I, I I have something I want to say here. So oh, you know I. I tweeted this out yesterday on the Boston Entertainment thing, and I think it's important to bring it up here. You know, Disney's What If, we're like, we know we're getting What If, and I posed the question, what if it just tries to figure out if Laron will ever wear a shirt with sleeves? I mean, I, I think that's I think that's what the show needs to be about. Mm. By the way, by the way, I love that tweet. By the way, I need to I need to steal that image before before it disappears into the ether. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can, do, we, can do, we can do a what if topic tonight. If you, want. you know, it's crazy though. I'm looking I'm, I'm looking at that picture right now, and, I, and, and I'm wearing the same exact you know, top. Totally. Did you see how I totally botched the Photoshop on that though? I cut the U and the I out of studios. Yeah. Like I saw it after I posted, I'm like, God damn, that was a terrible Photoshop. It's fine. The joke came across. It was fine. Look, I bet I bet at least eighty percent of the people that saw that image did not even notice. They didn't notice. They didn't notice a damn thing. <laughs> so uh so two things before we move forward. Uh block, I would you like to plug your channel before we move on? Because your channel is awesome. Like I said didn't like you, i didn't say 13 minutes ago you, you didn't this was the first time i've ever heard that um yeah so i of course write for boss rush um uh, games.com i do a lot of the news pieces and reviews some editorials uh, but primarily i have my youtube channel uh, youtube.com forward slash r uh, slash blocks gaming reviews and I try to upload about every two to three weeks sometimes it's not quite that um, <laughs> quite that on schedule um, but I try my best um, and I do a lot of different kinds of gaming uh, reviews I have uh, treasure treasure in which I look at um, lesser known games or games that have fallen from grace um, to see just how they hold up. Um, I uh, just recently I've done a few games like uh, Conduit Two, um, Star Fox Adventures. I'm working on uh, Paper Mario: The Origami King right now as a treasure treasure. I do um, RPG reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so my latest uh, video was uh, Fantasy Star Two. But I'm also doing the Suikoden series. Um, I've done one and two. I'm working on three now, um, as well as some other 
um, RPG games that are that are one-offs. Um, and I'm doing um, horror games every October. I have five lined up for this year. Um, one of them being Coldeca on uh, PlayStation 1, another um, uh, RPG, uh, horror-themed RPG. Um, and I'm doing uh, State of Decay, um, the year one survival edition um, as, as another and a few other surprises um, coming up um, here in a few months. Nice. Yeah. All right. Thank well, you. I just I just want I just need to ask you something. Uh, yep. You said you're doing trash for treasure for Paper Mario and the Origami King. I so am. my question for you is, are you prepared for like Ed to like stealth bomb your freaking DMs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried about him. Don't look worried about him. I'm not worried about him. Because because that because that man swears the sun rises and sets on this game. <laughs> you know, I think that the way I try to do my reviews, and 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 one thing that I've tried to do with Treasure Treasure, and why I've I've done Treasure Treasure, I didn't want to emulate people like the Angry Video Game Nerd or something, where I'm just focusing on bad games because they're bad. Yeah. Um, I try to look at games um, of this genre that either have a um, uh, some kind of negative reception or didn't sell well or flew under the radar, um, which I think Paper Mario, uh, the Origami King certainly has. It kind of flew under the radar. Um, um, and because of Sticker Star, it kind of has a, a little bit of a negative reception. But... With every game that I try to review, I, I try to emphasize both good and bad points. Um, because I think you can learn something um, from just about any game that you play. There's something that you can take away from it um, in terms of game design or storytelling or um, gameplay or evolution um, of game design. Anything like that I try to, to emphasize on, as well as gaming history. Um, so with Origami King, I'll be able to touch on the Paper Mario series, how the series has went away from RPGs, um, but still retains some um, RPG identity, um, but has become its own thing. Um, so I think I think regardless of what I say, if it's trash or treasure, <laughs> I think he will be okay. I think oh. he, he will be happy. Okay. Fingers crossed. Nice. Uh, so yeah, you guys should go check him out. Uh, so in case you guys missed last week, uh, Laron, Ed and Jesse and I kind of talked about what we kind of wanted to do with this show uh, because we don't, want to step on the other show's toes and the point of the show was that we kind of merged pow block and arsenal x and now i mean since we brought those shows back it's kind of felt like a show that was its identity was lost and I, we've tried a couple different things and i just i mean selfishly it just kind of felt like it wasn't working uh so we kind of had to sit down logan you and i talked privately too uh what we want to do with the boss rush podcast is kind of bring topics, kind of randomized topics from games, from entertainment, from, you know, just kind of whatever, and just kind of have a general conversation about stuff. Uh, and we're going to try to record two shows every other week. 
Uh, so it just kind of, we're kind of always ahead a little bit in case we have to have a meeting or we, uh, you know, have other content to do and stuff. So that's kind of the idea moving forward. Uh, episode 101 is kind of a good place to start with that. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. Uh, cause I, I, there's other things I'd still want to talk about, right? Like next week, I'm sure we'll talk about Loki and, and, that kind of stuff because uh, I, I, I would like to talk about that show since I've actually been watching it. Uh, talk about the Marvel stuff. Talk about other things. So we'll go. We'll we'll uh, we'll go from there. So, anyways, let's do let's do some some housekeeping. This is the Boss Rush Podcast, the flagship show of the Boss Rush Network, where each and every week we get together with our friends from around the internet to talk about video games and everything we love about them. You can catch the show live on twitch.tv slash live on, on Wednesday nights or on Mondays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast apps as well as YouTube. Please leave us a five-star review and a nice comment if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow. You can email the show at bossrushnetwork at gmail.com. Your questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, or ideas, and follow us on Boss Rush ne- on Twitter at Boss Rush Network. You can join our Discord and our Facebook group, uh, and join our awesome community. You can find all of our content on bossrushgames.com. I want to shout out the Boss Rush Entertainment Podcast. I want to shout out the Games Podcast and the Network uh, shows as well. What, Logan? What's we, don't have, we, we, we don't have an entertainment podcast. I said the entertainment podcasts with an S. Uh, Plural. About. Logan's house is falling apart. Yeah, something fell. It's fine. It's probably just an animal, like a medium-sized no, rodent, it, like oh, a raccoon or a groundhog. What it is? No, no. It was, it, was a I had. it was it was a pan I had leaning in the. I made I made Doritos fried chicken tonight, and so almost burned the house down. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> sorry, quickly throwed everything in the sink before it came onto the show. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. F- fire's just a figment of your imagination. It, it happens, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, hey guys, guess what we haven't answered in a while that we have a question for? Uh, is, it, is it Greg Osterman the third? It and is. The food question? It is. All right. It is Greg O3. Greg O3. Bring it on. Somebody. He says, hello, bosses. I got a simple one, but a good one. What is your favorite chain restaurant to eat at and why? Ooh. Ooh. Am I gonna be the tip? Am I gonna be a typical Jim Bro and and oh, say gosh. Chipotle? I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> Are enjoy, you? Who doesn't get it? You worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys know uh, where the weight room is? Is it over there? You guys know why I do lunches right here in the pickup line, right? <sighs> okay, cool. Actually, actually, I, I go to Chipotle a lot, but Chipotle is not my like my number one favorite like oh, like it's chain. So, it's so good though. Yeah, it is. It here's is a, like here's the wait, thing. When he's good a chain, when he's a chain. Are we are we talking? Are we talking like fast food? Or are we talking like just a chain restaurant? I, I don't know. Just as a chain restaurant. Just a chain restaurant. Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse is up there. Mm. You get those rattlesnake bites. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Texas Roadhouse was founded in my city of Lexington, Kentucky. Of all places, Texas and Kentucky. But <laughs> I don't get it, but it was founded they steal for the name. They steal it for the name. Hmm. I... It's fine. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's all the same, right? 
Once you get below the Ohio River, it's all the same. No, so. no. <laughs> I'm safe. I'm safe up north. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, Texas Road. Texas Road House is my answer. Um, I usually, I'm usually going. Well, I, I usually go for like the, at least the, at least the 16 ounce uh, ribeye. But um, but I got uh, a friend of mine turned me on to the actual bone-in ribeye, and oh my god, like it's. Dude, I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know why I ever like 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 this like you know like actual steaks that have bone in it. But it's one of those things. I guess it's because of T-bone. Like you know, it's like you look like a fool like gnawing at it, trying to get all like the meat and, and everything out of it. So I was I was definitely turned off by any other like cut of meat that had like a bone in it. Yeah. Until I got the freaking ribeye, the bone-in ribeye, and it's like, ooh, for, forget all this. Like you, that's where it's at now. Hey, Texas Road has like they have okay. Their sides are phenomenal, but they're chilly, dude. Like their chili yes. warms your soul. So yeah. Mm. Want to know another fun fact? The 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 owner and founder recently killed himself. So. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't making that much money off off the franchises. He had tinnitus from COVID. Oh. Ah, yeah. 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 It's depressing. I uh, know. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, just hit some cinnamon butter? I mean, God oh. damn it, I shouldn't have made that joke. Uh, yeah, uh, but the cinnamon butter is so good. Yeah. It's so good. What a way to decay. Look, you got, um, you got to feed the underground animals somehow, right? Like the, the nah. worms and the bugs and the spiders and stuff. Uh-huh. It and is Kentucky little... after all. So. Yeah, it is Man, that's 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 morbid. Please, uh, please, someone else talk about another food chain. So, the one I probably go to the most is like Panera because like I eat Panera like two or three times a week. Um, but my favorite it's got to be Torchy's Tacos. Mm. I help the queso trailer tra- or the uh, trailer park. Get it trashy. Oh, dude, I had that yesterday for lunch. It's so good, and they like their new tacos of the month. I mean, every month they come out with just a banger of a taco, and it like. I know how like people are like, oh man, all all, ta- all taco restaurants used to say like t- ten ingredients. No, Taco Bell does. Like these guys use fresh, new, inventive ideas every single month. It's so good. Hmm. They put brownies, brownies, brownies in their tacos, Logan. Oh God. You know what, man? Give me a check. I I am working on something food related, not cooking for gamers. Um, but I, I am working on another food project. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll create a brownie taco. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. The Cosmic Brownie episode of Cooking for Gamers, though, is already shot, so you're getting it. You're getting it, buddy. I'm concerned. Uh, mm-hmm. I, why, did, why did we get this man the microphone? Uh, I don't know. I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> and logging off. Bye. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Let's see. I... I mean, I do enjoy good Chipotle, but the Chipotle by our house sucks, so we never go anymore. We've actually found Casa del Rio, which is way Ooh, that, is, that is good. So uh, that's really delightful. Uh, I love the uh, the Chipotle chicken, and then they I get the grilled jalapenos and onions with some of the habanero salsa on there. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's so good, so good. Um, I also. We also go to House of Hunan a lot. It's more of a local Chinese chain, but 
they have half price sushi during the week and it's very good. Mm-hmm. So we usually get a bunch of sushi and then split a general so's. And their their pork egg oh. rolls are also very good. Sounds good. Like oh god, I'm like I'm like a freaking whore for some freaking egg rolls. I, I mean that too. <laughs> I mean I know I no I mean I mean for, I mean for real like uh, like 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 I like I live with a couple of Asian people. And when they bring home food from their parents and stuff, whenever they go out and stuff like that, like I will usually eat everything that that is brought there. But but they bring spring rolls, egg rolls, even the fresh the fresh rolls and whatever. It doesn't matter. Like that's what I eat first. <laughs> They're so good though. Egg rolls are so yeah. good. I need to know yeah. what the sauce is though, because it's like has like a like a wasabi taste to it, but it's like it's like a liquid. Mm. I, I don't know what it is. It's Laurent. I need you to find this out for me. That oh, wait, That's it's like a little, a little bit racist, but I need to know what this is. <laughs> it's like, wait, it's like a it's like a it's like a, it's like a wasabi sauce, but it's, but it's more watery. I've yeah, never, and, it's, and, it's, and it's kind of orange. Is that is that at is that you find it at that place that you go to? Because yeah. that might be that might be a house thing for them. It it might be, but it's it's orange. It's like it's like real runny, liquidy. It's like it's almost like a. I don't even know how to dis- describe the consistency, except that it's kind of like it's it's more water watery than like like salad dressing. Uh, and it, but it has a wasabi kick to it. Yeah, it like it wow. like burns your nose like wasabi if you eat too much of it is, at once. It's 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 it's. Man, I'd like to try this. Can, can we just appreciate the fact that like Steve-O snorted that in the original Jackass? Mm. Man, by the way, side tangent. <laughs> speaking of Jackass. Do you know that Johnny Knoxville is fifty years old? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah do you know that they had to stop building four times on Jackass Forever because he kept getting injured? Yeah. To yeah. the point where he's, I can't fight through this, dude. <laughs> man, that just it's just kind of. Like our heroes are dying, y'all. <laughs> like, um, man, man. Tony Hawk's fifty-two. By the way, that that TikTok of him and Avril Lavigne really took me back to like. Sophomore year of high school. <laughs> Tony, Hawk like on and, Twitter. Tony Hawk and Avril Lavigne is like, man, prime. Awesome. Corey has no friends and just sits in the basement and plays Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. You know, here in a few years, they'll be able to shoot Bad Grandpa without any of the prosthetics. So just true. <laughs> yeah, they'll make a, they'll make a sequel. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's just him. Oh, that movie was good. It was funny. Not as good as the Jackass movies, but but good. No. Uh, did everybody answer the food question? We got so sidetracked. It's fine. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, blocks. Did you did you make an answer yet? I have not, because I'm a fat guy and I, and I like it. It's really this is this is the hardest question I've ever. This is harder than than saying like I do at my wedding. I'm narrowing it down to one restaurant. <laughs> Did you have um, a hard time saying I do at your wedding? Was it did, no, were, were you conflicted? No, was that a conflicting was, thought in your head that maybe I'm making a it mistake? It was a big decision, <laughs> but you know, choosing if, if it's if it's if it's chicken wings or burgers or um I mean it's it's all sounding good. Yeah. I think Laurent's uh, just hungry. I think he's just yeah, I, yeah, I am hungry. I, I don't know why I didn't eat before I got on the show tonight. Go get I don't... some meat later tonight, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There'll be some protein shakes later. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's my favorite, but I go to Buffalo Wild Wings a lot. Um, 
because of of the cheap wings uh, on Thursdays. So you get mm-hmm. the, the buy one, get one on the boneless wings. But the I like Zaxby's a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to go to Zaxby's every now and then. Um, I th- I used to really really like Raisin Cane's, and I think because of variety, I'm leaning more towards Zaxby's only because of variety. Well, it's too actual seasoning. Cane's doesn't have seasoning besides their sauce. Yeah, yeah, it's just the Cane's sauce. Oh, so that's is, oh, so that's really, so where, that's really where it's at because I hear people talking about Cane's all the time. We don't have any in my in my local area here. Um, but I hear people talking about them all the time, and I'm like, um, and so I'm like, what is it? You know, it's the sauce, though, because like, well, if, if yeah, that's, if that's it, I'll just go to Popeyes. Yeah. The, 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 the tenders are good; they're fresh, they're crispy, they're really good. The sides are where you get it. I mean, the Texas toast, like, there's nothing better than a piece mm-hmm. of toast from Cane's. Get it buttered on both sides, dude. You, you can create the best sandwich ever with that. Um, their slaw's not bad. Their sweet tea is bomb. Their fries are like. They're not they're, they're crinkle cut, but they're not the thick crinkle cut, which is the best version of crinkle cut. Like it's good there, but then their sauce just knocks that out of the park. Oh yeah, can't go wrong. Now before we go further, though, I would like to settle something here, gentlemen. He mentioned <laughs> boneless wings. Boneless wings are chicken nuggets. Stop calling them. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. They are. They are. Agreed, but they're I've, good I've chicken nuggets. I've said that for a long time. They're they're just yeah. They're it's, just uh, nuggets. It's just pop, it's like know. it's like popcorn chicken with sauce on it. But but it's so good. Uh, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with like, you. Oh yeah, I'm not disagreeing popcorn either. Popcorn chicken but... is, is basically the breading. I mean, it's not even really chicken. I like that's I, good. <laughs> I prefer boneless wings over bone-in wings. Now, no, no, here's the thing no, though. No, when you go, no. but when you go bone-in wings, do you like the drumsticks or the wing yeah. wings? Wing wing. Yeah. yeah. Then I would. Give me the wing. I want to have to fight through like like I want to have to be able to maneuver through like two or three bones. No, get I don't all, do all that work. I just want to put it in my mouth and just. Dude. Suck all the meat off of it. That's, that's, that's what, what said? somebody said. <laughs> uh, and then wipe my mouth when I'm done because it's so delicious. <laughs> you need a wet wipe for that? <laughs> oh, man. I think when. Your mother, your mother's here on the chat and you said, I approve of what Corey just said. <laughs> I mean, Everything he's saying is right. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not arguing with it. I mean, now it is funny because Celeste also brings up something in the chat. Jack in the Box. I want to talk about Jack in the Box for a second. I've never been to like half I, these places. You yeah, talking about? So I've not seen a Jack in the Box, but Jack in the Box I haven't been to is Jack only the good box. when you're hot. I've I've been to a Jack in the Box since I lived in Texas, and that was decades ago. Jack in the Box is good when you're hungover or high. Like you can't eat Jack in the Box sober. Like I used to DoorDash every now and then, uh, just to earn some extra money. And if I got a Jack in the Box order, like especially like nine or ten at night, I'm like, oh dude, I'm getting an awesome tip because it'd be like sixty bucks worth of food, and somebody would just give you like fifty, sixty bucks as the tip because they were so high they couldn't physically <laughs> figure out what they actually owed you. And uh, Jack in the Box is not good. Like even their burgers, which is what they're known for, it's like yeah, and their tacos are disgusting. <laughs> oh. I'll take your word for it. Hmm. Well. It's it's on my list to because I'm fat. I have to try <laughs> every restaurant, so it's on my list. Um, but I've not seen one. It's not it's not a place I've I've been to. 
I mean, yeah, the, next time, the next time I'm in a city where I see a Jack in the Box, I'll go just because I need to. I need to make sure. I need to. I need to see if my my nine year old self still remembers that food. Mm. Yes. Plan for diarrhea two to four Jeez. hours after. Oh, never mind. I'm 46 years old right now. I, I can't deal with that anymore. <laughs> okay. Gosh, this 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 conversation just got it's just it's dark. This is dark. This is what you. This is what you wanted the show to be. I know. Right? Hold on, hold on. You were talking about you were talking about sucking all the meat off of stuff, and you know, yeah. like, I was talking about a drumstick wing, sir. Well, according to certain individuals in the chat, they don't know what they stepped into. Like they came on right then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I mean. Look, drumsticks, hung- where does this stop? As as hungry as I am, now. I mean, I I mean, this is reminding me of Logan's two percent joke before we went live. Oh. <laughs> I was really proud of that joke. <laughs> Jeez, come on. Okay, next segment. Uh, well, anyway, all right. So we're halfway through the year. I want to talk about what games we're excited for the rest of the year. Uh, there's there's quite a few coming. I know that uh, you know everybody has different preferences of games, so I kind of want to go around and see what everybody's excited for. Uh, Leron, I'm going with you since. Well, I don't know if Leron's excited anymore because both games he wanted are out. Mon- oh, no, both there's Monster one more, there's, there's really one, no, there's one more game I'm I'm I'm, I'm amped for. What Metroid? Okay, two more games I'm amped for. Actually, actually, honestly, three games, and two of them are on Nintendo Switch. Actually, so, yeah, four games. Actually, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, no, uh, no, like, but um, but Metroid Dread and uh, Advance Wars One and Two reboot, like, or wait, is it reboot or boot camp? Mm-hmm. I can't it's, remember. It's reboot camp. Yeah, reboot, reboot camp. camp. Okay, there we go. There we go. Like, I'm definitely game. after those, but but the game I'm actually looking forward to for the rest of the for the rest of the year, and it comes out next month, is Ken of Bridge of Spirits for PS5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that was the one when I saw it way back last last year, last June at the PlayStation Five event. I was like, oh, this is the game. This is the one I want. This is the one that would if if we didn't have the Ratchet and Clanks and the Returnals and all that stuff, this is the game that would have actually told me to buy a PlayStation. Yeah. Kana, Kana looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really kind of hoping it comes to other platforms later. I know it's a timed exclusive, but uh, yeah, I can't like the, just the animation and the character design and the world and just kind of what they're doing, kind of mixing Zelda and Pikmin together to, to, make this beautiful looking game it's just it looks looks so good looks so good mm-hmm. um so uh anything anything else Laron? that was fast uh, that, that was that just, was fast yeah Disappointed. Just, yeah yeah just those three i mean you know like i mean if the monster hunter games coming out of course that like propels to number one yeah uh logan what about you uh horizon forbidden west of course if it ends up coming out this year, well, we will see. Um, Riders Republic, I am so freaking hyped for that. Um, been part of the testing process, so uh, seeing how that game's evolved from the alpha to where it looks like it's going to be for uh, launch is is awesome. And then Shredders, I'm getting more and more hype for Shredders on Xbox coming to Game Pass in I believe oh. December. Mm-hmm. Josh Finney and I have been talking about it. I was like, dude, that game has some really good people behind it that has potential. 
You know what? Now that you mention Shredder's, yes, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, whenever that's dropping, yeah. that's another one I'm looking forward to at the end of the year. Yeah, that, Throughout game, the looks, year. that game looks awesome. I cannot wait for that. I can't Corey, wait. What's, Corey, what system are you getting it on? Uh, probably Switch. Okay, I'll Most get it on like Switch too. We can, we can do multiplayer. Sweet. Here we go. Boss the- Rush Let's Play. <laughs> the guilty pleasure game I'm looking forward to is uh, Flight Simulator coming to Game Pass. Why? I can't is, wait. Is that a guilty pleasure? Wait, wait, why is it a that, guilty pleasure? Is that game good? Like, I mean, I know, but like, it's a simulator game, which is not normally my style at all. Um, I cannot wait to play the Maverick, the Top Gun Maverick oh, DLC. Well, like, okay, yeah, that's that's your guilty pleasure. <laughs> I <right>. cannot wait. <laughs> Give it to me now. Mm. Mm. So, all right, well. I top man that Top Gun, that sequel. Just it's really cheesy, me. but it's gonna be fun. I I can only imagine <sighs> some of the crazy stuff that they're gonna they're gonna do. <sighs> I mean, say what you want about Scientology, but Tom Cruise is not aged a day. I don't know what they're doing, <laughs> but he's they're they're prepping him to be their new immortal leader. Is what they're doing. That's true. As opposed to Jeff Goldblum, who's currently. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. You could have two leaders, right? They're co-leaders. The dads of Scientology. Yeah, that works. That's fine. That's fine. Tom Cruise <laughs> can be the, the angry dad, and, and Jeff Goldblum can be the fun dad. <laughs> who gets you every other weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the holidays. <laughs> oh, God. Block, what about you? What games are you excited for? Now, most of the ones that I'm really excited for are still to be determined or 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 next year you know games like stalker um won't be here until next year i'm really excited about that because i love the the original game and it looks really great a good mix of of like metro and fallout and and, and that kind of open world action uh, first person rpg type of so final fantasy 16 we don't know um you know that that looks like a good kind of witcher like take um with with final fantasy elements um but for this year that we know probably shin megami tensei 5 um i'm really excited for uh, you know this is this is a series that i've like i like before it was cool <laughs> you know I, I started with with um you know I, like i had played the original persona and, and and now everyone loves persona it feels like and so it's it's now now i feel like it's you know it, it's like like it's like enjoying a underground band that is now <laughs> suddenly like really big and and you and you're like oh but i had the shirt before everyone else did you know it's just like <laughs> kind of stuff um but you know shin megami tensei 5 halo of course um by the end of the year um you know i've, I've halo was college for me that was mm-hmm. you know that defined my college years and you know now it's been you know at least 10 years since i, I really cared about halo and I'm really wanting to to experience that again and and, and feel that kind of love and passion uh, for this. So I'm hoping that this it looks like it will. You know, I think it's going in the right direction. Um, so here's hoping on that. Diablo two is is coming. That's another um, game that you know I, I loved growing up and 
I, I just it's one of those games that just it, it, in a way it never ages it's still fu- as fun today as it was in what 2001 2000 when it came out um you know so so updated graphics and 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 all of that it should be should be a great time um but everything else uh, well and metroid and, and a few games that we've already mentioned but you know everything else is, is kind of next year two point campus is another mm-hmm. um you know but all of those to be determined or next year yeah nice uh for me i think it's uh i think halo is kind of the one that's marked on my calendar the most i i'm in the minority and actually really loving halo 4 and i really liked playing halo 5 even though the story was incomprehensible uh yeah (laughs) but i'm everything that we've seen and uh you know watched and and saw the gameplay video the multiplayer it really feels like it feels like halo 2 and 3 are really coming back in a big way it feels like Mm -hmm. modern halo 2 and 3 and not yeah. like fitting Halo into a some sort of Call of Duty mo- mold or something, you know. It it really has that look, and at least it at least it looks like it feels that way. Um, yeah, I felt like with with Halo, especially Halo Five, it was really moving away from what made the fr- the franchise so good. Um, the, you know, the gameplay and everything. It felt more. Call of Duty inspired. It does not need to have, not every first person shooter needs to be Call of Duty. Yeah. Um and I think you know, it, I think a bunch of games are really kind of realizing that now too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's taken them a long time. Um but you know, they can stand on their own. And you know, when the 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 previous E three trailer um from last year um that looked so goofy in terms of graphics, I think the gameplay looked good. Um, but there was a lot of issues with graphics, so I'm glad that they, they did push that uh, back a year to just clean up everything, because Microsoft, I, I feel, I know this is debatable, but Microsoft really needs you know, something really good to come out um, to, to get people interested in the Series X and S in terms of exclusives. Um, yeah. They do, because I, I don't think there's anything, uh, you know, the medium was, and, and that's coming to PlayStation um, soon. I don't know exactly when, but that's the only, I think, exclusive that I can think of that that is out for series X and S and halo being its flagship franchise. I think they really need this to be a really good game. It doesn't have to be the best game, but it needs to be a really good game. So and are you, are you of the opinion that, I mean, it, it doesn't sound like you are, but are you of the opinion that this is a make or break game for the halo as a franchise? I don't think so. But I think it is for the development team. Um, because I think Halo can be given to, you know, if this, let, let's just say this bombs. Let's just, for the sake of argument. I think to get people excited for Halo again, it needs to go back to the drawing board with another development team and, and, and do it that way. Um 
I think this is going in the right direction. But this would be, you know, three games that have let fans down as a whole. And I enjoyed four for what it was. I didn't like five. Um, the story, the gameplay, all of that was just, I played it once and I forgot about it. Um, yeah, that's the truth. That's, that's kind of harsh. It's the truth. You know, I played it once and, and I was, I, I had no inclination to go back and what, play it. What didn't you like about the gameplay exactly? I'm just curious. I'm trying to remember. Um, I wrote a small, like, kind of personal review um, at the time. I didn't like a lot of the, and again, this has been a several years. Um, I didn't like one some uh, some of the enemies. The, the, it was like the recurring boss that kept showing up. Um, I didn't enjoy that. It was just tedious and and stupid. Um, a lot of the level design I didn't enjoy. It 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 didn't have that that same feel that halo has um to me at that time again this is this has been probably five years since since i played it just it didn't click with me at all um you know i would probably you know i might be in a better mindset now if i revisited it to to have a little bit different of opinion but i don't want to um (laughs) i just i don't um you should do a trash and treasure on it i you know i could (laughs) <laughs> it certainly falls into that category, but I liked four enough. I played four a few times, um, but you know, it kind of it, it, it felt like things ended with Reach for me. That that kind of love and enjoyment that I had for the series, you know. And I have, you can't see it here, but I have like the helmet, and I have the statues, and I have the 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 limited editions, and all of that of the games, and. You know, and then after Reach, it just kind of fell off for me. So I think with Halo Infinite, it's not a make or break for the Halo franchise. It's not make or break for Microsoft, but it is for the the development team. Um, or I think fans are just going to have enough of it um, and be frustrated. I like that. I like that. I like that take on it. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I want to counter you with this. I think it does mean a little bit more to Xbox exclusives mm-hmm. because say okay, like Xbox made one of the best moves I think ever by you know acquiring Bethesda. But if mm-hmm. Infinite bombs, then I think the next thing we have is a Bethesda exclusive or a Bethesda release, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's the next big one, right? I think there's so, going to be so yeah. much pressure on Bethesda to deliver at that point, and we don't know what we get with a Bethesda game. I mean, after Fallout seventy six, like, all trust has been lost. Yeah. So it's like. As far as exclusives go, this is kind of a big, big, big moment because you have if if Infinite fails, you have to trust with your life that Starfield does well and mm-hmm. Starfield delivers on everything you say it will. Do we legit feel that there's a possibility that Infinite could fail though? Be, I mean, with the delays and everything, that's where my hesitation is. Is like this team was basically scrapped to the ground right uh, last year and then been rebuilt. Like mm-hmm. it's. There, there's some sketchiness to there, it for sure. They've this this game's changed directors like four different times too. I feel yeah, like and I feel like I feel like Halo free yeah. as well. I think I, that, like I Halo... think that's I think that's the big caveat right there is that like 
Halo multiplayer is free, and if they can capture that essence of Halo 2 and 3 that people love while making it feel more modern, I feel like that's the the out of, like, okay, maybe the campaign wasn't the best campaign, but, like, Halo multiplayer is back, and it's free, and we've got all these cosmetics you can earn through battle passes, and guess what? Our battle passes don't expire and, and everything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but, but multiplayer does bring up the interesting thing of like, there's definitely a space within Xbox for first person shooters to really find a home. Like, I mean, yeah, you have Apex, but Apex has a better audience on PC, uh, Switch, and, um, and and PlayStation right now than, than it does on Xbox. If multiplayer on Halo can really take off and they can get some of that audience over, I mean, you might be able to convince more people to play Fortnite because of it. I mean, they, they, there's different areas that you could expand uh, with with FPS if multiplayer goes well. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the thing too is like, it seems like from all the rumors, Call of Duty's moving back to World War II, and it's not like they're yeah. it's all hands on deck, obviously, because they've put every single team they own on that game. Uh, so you have a World War II game, you have Battlefield, which is $70 for the base game, right? Mm-hmm. And they're still going to do the the microtransaction stuff that they've been doing, right, I'm assuming? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No. Halo, yeah that's Halo's coming out, it's free. Uh, I, I feel like this is the... If you don't release it this year, like... I, I, I'm not saying it's getting delayed, but, like, this is the year to release Halo, if out of every other year. Um. So. I mean, Apex has got a massive update that we assume is getting announced during two weeks at EA or next week at EA Play. Is, yeah, yeah. EA plays the, are, the Legacy or what? What's it called? Legacy, but the Titans are official. I mean, like the are they bringing uh, Titans in? They're bringing Titans in. It's it's been all but confirmed. I, I one of my friends who's an esports writer wouldn't go on record saying that that's happening, but he's like, dude, he he can't tell me for sure that it's happening, but it's. Everything I've heard is is yeah. I mean, there's too many hints right now in the current map that suggest that the Titans are coming. Plus, I know Respawn has loved the idea of can we connect Titanfall World into Apex uh, more? And and as the characters and more here, more and more heroes have come along, they've dropped more and more clues. It's like it's got to happen. Yeah. And right after, and, and to show it at EA Play would be exactly what you need to. You know, EA Play being its own thing, separate from E3 this year, that's kind of risky. But if you can come up with a good showing and Apex can have a big voice on that, like mm-hmm. that's a good way to say, hey, this is why we went separate from everybody else this year. Yeah. Yeah, I, really, I think... Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm happy that Respawn has found success, right? I mean, Titanfall 2 was so yeah. good and... Mm-hmm. Incredible. I mean, dude, it's on sale every other week for like $3. Like, if you haven't played it at this point, like, you should... I mean, it, it's the best FPS of the PS4 generation. Yeah, so you should, you should probably play it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You should probably play some <laughs> Titanfall. You should probably play the uh, awesome level that Ratchet and Clank ripped off. Just saying, Just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then go hang out at Angel City because that map. I, I man, Angel City is one of the best maps ever made. Period. Point blank. So, uh, all right. Well, those are the games we're excited for. That was a lot quicker conversation than I expected. Uh, Logan. Is How about movies we're excited for? Yeah, let's. I was gonna go. That's what I was. I was gonna go your way. How is Black Widow, by the way, without spoiling anything? I've been hearing um, a lot of mixed reviews. Man, uh, top ten Marvel. I'm not gonna say top five, but top ten. Top ten for sure. Top ten. It is top ten. Mm. Top ten. 
Mm-hmm. It is a top ten Marvel movie. There it does a lot of things really, really right. When it does slip, it doesn't fall as bad as some Marvel movies, but it does slip. Um, it, this is it's basically a movie of closure. Um, and, and Scarlett Johansson said it in an interview the other day. She's like, you know, I didn't have a lot of closure after Endgame. I really wasn't sure what what to do. I, and at that point, she had just started shooting Black Widow. She's like, you know, this movie gave me the closure I needed. Um, it, it sums up that character really well, and it sets up the next phase of Marvel in a way I don't think anybody saw coming. Like, we know Secret Invasion's coming, but um, the end credit scene set up some really, really cool stuff. Cool. You said cool. top You said top 10. I haven't seen this movie yeah. yet. <clears throat> I would say this by this weekend, but I'm trying to figure out, like, what, what are the other nine movies you're putting this with? So number number one, because actually my brother and I did this yesterday because he was asking me the same thing. Uh, number one <laughs> for me is Thor Ragnarok. I love that movie to death. I think that's the best Marvel movie. Period. Point blank. Oh, uh, two, I would do two. I would do Infinity War. Three, Ed Gabe. Four, Avengers. Five, Civil War. Far from Home is probably six. Iron Man is. Maybe seven and then Guardians of the Galaxy. It like it, it gets if it gets iffy because like Black Widow, I want to say is better than Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it's better than Far From Home, but I'm not like it's been a little while since I've watched Far From Home, but I love that movie to death. Uh, it, there's 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 definitely the A tier of Marvel movies, right? And then there's kind of like the B tier, like Ant Man and the Wasp and Ant Man, both good movies, not 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 top tier Marvel. And then you have the bottom of the bottom, uh, Iron Man three, Thor: Dark World, Thor. Captain America First Avenger, like the movies just didn't hit as well. But That's I think it. it's I think it's I think it's a mm. movie this year. Man, hmm. I don't I don't know if I have any of those movies in my top ten. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was listening and I was like, uh you know, I like, think Thor, in, I think Infinity, Thor Ragnarok War, like, can't, can't give the resurrection Thor needed because otherwise it's like Thor Ragnarok is Thor Ragnarok is in, is in my top ten, but it's not super high on my top ten. I, I still think I still feel my number one movie for uh, for the MCU is Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's my favorite movie. It, it is really, really good. Yes. It, yeah. Um, is 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 and then and then behind that is uh, is probably going to be Captain America: Civil War. <laughs> yeah, Civil War is awesome too. Um, uh, the original Iron Man, I think, is, is yeah. Fine. The original Iron Man is also yeah. in my top. Is it, is also in my top ten? Because um, think about it, too. that movie has so much impact. Because if that movie doesn't go well, we don't have the world that we have now. No, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the MCU is actually built on the back of the Incredible Hulk. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just well. No, 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 no. I mean, here. I mean, I mean. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Like, mean, MC, MCU. If Marvel's Marvel's movie history has been kind of kind of checkered, you know, before like we got kickstarted with Iron Man and stuff like that. But you know, like we could we should we should not discount like like both Hulk movies. You know, we definitely shouldn't discount like at least two of the Blade movies. I I, I, I'm, I don't know what they were thinking with that third one, but you know. <laughs> You know, stuff They're like thinking, that. Let's get a bunch of pretty people ripped and let them fight as vampires. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's you get to the uh, trailer yesterday that uh, I, was the, is Deadpool's first crossover in the yeah, MCU. Yeah, it was cool with mm-hmm. Korg. They were they were <laughs> doing Free Guy apparently. I was like, "Wow, Marvel! How much did you get paid to do this?" Okay, cool. Uh, Free guys, what I'm definitely excited for. 
I can't wait for Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. I can't wait for Eternals. I can't wait for No Way Home. Uh, but they too, M. M. Night Shyamalan's got a great movie. It looks like coming up. Uh, the one on the beach. I can't wait to uh, check that old? out. Yeah, old, old. That movie looks so weird. It's so cool. I'm so in. Nice, nice. Uh, well, I will watch the Marvel movies when they come to Disney Plus. Because which I don't they all release on Disney Plus too. They they do, but I'm not paying. So you have to pay an extra thirty dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I dude, mean, they that, made almost as much from that as they did the box office this year. Like, yeah. Well, oh, th- it's it's ninety. But no one was going to the box office too. Yeah. If Disney Plus. Our theater was packed with Black Widow, dude. Like, oh yeah. Like, both times. Right. Well, I guess now. I guess I was meaning, you know, over pandemic. But yeah. I, yeah. Uh, for me, for me, honestly, like, of course, like the, the the Marvel movies, especially ones that connect to the MCU. Like, I'm not. Uh, but um, but I think the one that I really want to actually see when it as it'd probably would be day one is that is the Ghostbusters movie. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Too, too. yeah. Is that still coming out? Is that still a thing? It yeah, still says it uh, still says twenty twenty one. Yeah. Right. It it got delayed, I think, because of COVID. Um, yeah. Okay. like and you know, but, I you know, maybe I'm the strange person here, but I really don't care about the next Matrix movie. Yeah. Yeah. Now just... Laurent, did you see the news did you see the news today that the new Star Trek movie is gonna be directed by the guy who did WandaVision? Yes, I did see that. I did see that. Dude, so hype. So hype for that now. Uh, WandaVision was very good. The, the Star Trek movies have been kind of kind of a sore spot for me. I'm not saying that they're bad, but I mean like JJ Abrams kind of like just took too much too much liberty with them. And it's kind of it's kind of ruined my outlook for new for new Star Trek movies at this point. Of course, that that being said, though, because I'm a Trekkie, I will watch this movie. But you know, if, I'm not, you I'm not excited yet. Come in though, if you had to pick a director to come in and do a new Trek movie, who would you pick? Let me get back to you on that one because uh, because I've never I've never actually put like that type of thought into it. Um, but what about I've never put that. Th- what about Tarantino's rumored Star Trek movie? <laughs> you know, you know, I would, I would actually want to see that because that would be like an R-rated, you know, like like Star Trek movie. So I, it, it, it'd be interesting, but, but you know, just the idea of Quentin Tarantino doing a Star Trek movie is still kind of a turnoff. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's gonna be like all boring actually, until the last five uh, minutes when everybody just you know gets honestly, annihilated. Honestly, like Jeremy Lin did a very good job with, with Star Trek, uh, with Star Trek Beyond, the third Star Trek movie. So I'd like to see him get another shot at it. Because, to, to his credit, though, Jeremy Lin took the best part of Fast and Furious, where he just played it safe with Star Trek. He was like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw in some action. Yeah, the action's gonna be good. The special effects are gonna be cool, and we're gonna play it safe for the most part," which is what he did. Well, but well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it, and um, and maybe this is just me being an old school Trekkie, but right. Beyond, uh, with the three movies, Beyond actually felt more like a traditional Star Trek film than, sure as hell, definitely Into Darkness. Uh, Inner Darkness was a mess, and I don't. You know what, Trekkies, if you out there and you have some, you have some words and you want to talk to me about it, like you hit me up, Exodus eight hundred three on on Twitter. Like we we can talk <laughs> about it because I have takes for days on this on this movie. But um, the the two thousand nine reboot of Star Trek was not bad at all. But you know, yeah. like I, you know, it was something about seeing like the space battles. You know, coming off of being a traditional Trekkie, something about seeing those space battles. Like, who put this Star Wars in my Star Trek? Of course, I, <laughs> of course, I found I got over it as time went on and stuff like that. But it was just 
the magic of Star Trek and the Starship battles, in my opinion, was all about like you know like space combat is should be very similar to naval combat, you know. Um, so yeah, it's not going to be all high octane and stuff like that, and you know. But that's just that's a thing, you know. Like we can say we can say it for a Q list if we're doing Star Trek ever at one point, or or maybe I will head up a Q list for for Star Trek. I don't know. Yeah, the, might be in the the, the Ron just talks about Star Trek by himself for like an entire year. <laughs> hey, what 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 if this happened? What if hey, the Picard I, team directed an actual movie? The Picard team. What if the Picard team? Because I I, I, would, rather, I, I would rather Picard I would rather I would rather I would rather Discovery team. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 not saying anything bad about Picard, but Picard had, Picard had the same issues that, in my opinion, the Next Generation had pacing issues. Yeah, that's fair. Pacing issues, like you, you had seven seasons of the next Star Trek Next Generation, 140 plus episodes and stuff like that, and and I'm I'm sitting here as a Trek. You've seen every damn episode of Star Trek. Is like Star Trek Next Generation is the most boring series for me. See, that was the series I grew up on. So, like, there's always well, yeah, be- yeah, well, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of modern, well, a lot of, uh, not not modern Trekkies, because like, like, there's we now have modern Trekkies because of the Abrams movies, um, but a lot of the a lot of the Trekkies that are in a generation like in a generation like right after mine, uh, like, yeah, they grew up off of the next generation and stuff like that, and I can't disrespect them because of that, you know, because TNG was great. Like, I watched every episode, you know, when it was coming on and stuff like that. Like, I love it, but. When you compare it to, we have we have Deep Space Nine, we have Star Trek Voyager, we have Star Trek Enterprise, and of Babylon. course we have, and of course, uh, mm, <laughs> mm, and of course, and of course we have Discovery, <laughs> Picard, Strange New Worlds is coming, Lower Decks, you know, uh, you know, Prodigy is coming, you know, stuff like that. Like, honestly, like TNG is actually lower on my on my list than the original series and the animated series. You know what I secretly what? Okay, so in the in the era of making like dumb comedies and, and weird shows just to make a weird show, what if you had a below deck, you know, the show about like cruise ships and the drama that goes on a cruise ship? Yeah. What if it was about like Star Trek or Star Wars? Like you follow a ship and all the drama. If they- if they're going, if they're going to do it in, if they're going to do it in the Star Trek universe, I, I can only see them. I can only see this working if it's not like a Ferengi ship. Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> like mockumentary, like the Office style, like, dude, ah, I'm so in for that. If it's gonna be, if it's gonna be Star Wars, uh, they'd have to do it. They'd have to do it prior to the uh, to the rebellion. So it had to be in the old Republic era. And like the 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 gym, like well, not not. I'm sorry, not like, the old, not the not the old Republic, but just the Republic era. You know, the prequel era. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm so in, though. <coughs> well. Oh, Josh. Yo, Josh completely wrong. He says they already did that. It's called Empire Strikes Back. Hey, whoa, I mean, whoa, he's not whoa, wrong. But, whoa, no. whoa. Josh whoa. is just grumpy because he can't make a, a lightsaber and go to the cantina on the same day when he goes to Disney. <laughs> Can I... I'm, uh, I'm a I'm a mod in the boss rush chat. I I will I will put him in a five uh, five minute penalty box. I will put him in a five minute penalty box. <laughs> oh, hi Josh. Good to see you in the chat. What's up, Josh? Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with the on the uh, on the recap. Oh, by the way, the state of play recap, Josh. Let me tell you right now, man. I got a I got a copyright notice on on the state to play recap and it just so happened because they give me timestamps for when it was uh, when it was actually reported 
I go to the timestamp, and it's you making that ginormous rant about the Demon Slayer game. So <laughs> I blame you for my for my copyright notification, sir. That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, man. Uh, let's see movie. What what movies are what other movies are coming out this year? I don't even. Uh, know. I don't even know. So like, my got, most anticipated one is mm-hmm. is the Many Saints of Newark. Um, as a big Sopranos fan, I have a Ooh, okay, um, yeah. I have a uh, autographed uh, picture of uh, James Gandolfini on my wall, and and it was it was planned to be a, a show. It's it's a prequel to The Sopranos, um, and originally there were rumors that it was going to be a show, um, uh, but but it's going to be a a a one. It's like two episodes of a show that's been combined to make a movie. Um, and, and it's, it's about the, the, um, Tony Soprano as, as a high schooler going into college, getting started in the mafia, but it's mostly focusing on, on Christopher's dad. Um, um, who, uh, uh Dickie Moltisanti, who is, is Tony's uncle, Who's, who's grooming him to be what he is, what he will be destined to be. Um, and so what's what's really curious about this is that there's hints uh, on, in the original Sopranos show of what happened to Dickie Moltisanti. Um, Tony kind of tells one or two different things. He, he contradicts himself. So we'll hopefully find out what actually happens to him. Um, but also uh, bigger for fans is that, of course, James Gandolfini died um, in like 2012 or so. And it's his son, um, Michael Gandolfini, who is going to be playing Tony, mm-hmm. um, a young Tony. And he looks just like him. He's put on, he put on weight and and things to to do the performance of his dad. Um, he has the accent down. He has the look. Um, so it should be really good. And you have a lot of the returning uh, writers and stuff coming back for the for the movie, um, but also as Ray Liotta. Um, and uh, um, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but was in Punisher the tv show um and walking john bernthal yeah yeah so that that's tony's dad Mm. um uh so um that's that's my number one i think that comes out in in october um a few other ones um so so josh mentioned dune i'm a big david lynch fan um and so when he did the original dune i don't know anything other about dune other than the David Lynch one, I, like I've not read any of the novelizations, um, uh, the novels or anything. Um, but I'm, I'm interested to see what what is hoping to be or promised to be a more faithful adaptation um, to the source material. Um, and there's a lot of excitement about it, and it's it's it is, you know, one of the most important uh, sci-fi um, uh, novels. Um, out there, 
and so the David Lynch movie is, is one thing. This will be, you know, a completely different take on that source material. Um, and then you have uh, another one I'm excited for for the at the end of this month is is the Green Knight, um, which is the retelling of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, which is a um, King Arthur tale. Um, it looks to be um, really enjoyable. It's probably my favorite story of of king arthur um or of of the um the arthur verse um mm-hmm. you know of of the tales of the the knights of the round table um it was it the was table a yeah, or the table verse <laughs> it was a uh, um tolkien um jr tolkien he this was his favorite story as well. He he was uh, most of what we know about the story he translated, um, and 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 it comes from him. So so as a Lord of the Rings fan and and fan of fantasy, this is this is another um, exciting uh, uh, movie that I'm looking forward to. But the original is, is very short because um, it's a poem. Um, yeah. or, or song and and so it's, it's fairly short um, so there'll, there'll certainly be some liberties but it's a, it's a great story that's been you know kind of retold and, and reworked in other forms of, of fiction and literature um, you got Candyman coming out um, Jordan Peele um, um, you know I, I really love the original Candyman movies um, they, they've changed his his origin somewhat but I'm okay with that because it's fitting for the times that we're in. You know, and Jordan Peele does a great job of of, of having social commentary um, by the use of of horror, and, and Candyman fits that. Even the originals fits that to a T uh, of. Um, addressing racial violence, uh, race, racism in the U.S., uh, police brutality—all of these things that are um, that are very much still um, an issue today um, and very relevant. And so, I think Candyman has the potential to to to, to push that conversation in, in, in new and different ways. Um, and then um, the James Bond, the, maybe the final, probably um, the final James Bond movie um, for Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. uh, No Time to Die, mm-hmm. almost certainly. Um, and we and and I think that James Bond is going to be very very different after this movie. It's yeah. just my yeah. hunch. Yeah, I yeah, I won't yeah. be surprised. You know, if, if Bond becomes like a female. Or, or you know, there's there's different ways of going that. Um, I don't know. I mean, but I think Bond is going to be very different after this movie. There was an idea pitched that Kristen Stewart could become the new Bond. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, you know, it went from Idris Elba to it was Idris Elba, and a lot of people were upset about that. Yeah, And, and but I think. Now it, it's very much leaning towards, you know, a, a Jane Bond. I, I, I think it's I just think, like the next continuation of it. Because, like, yeah. I mean, Kristen Stewart 
or go ahead. Instead of just, instead of just making it instead of just making it James Bond, just just run with the 007 thing because 007 is basically a classification for what they're able to do and stuff like that. You will you will, you will you will they will definitely save themselves the possibility of pissing off every James Bond fan. It's like oh, it's got to be some white blue eyed dude, you know, all this stuff, you know, because like yeah, everybody lost their damn minds when there's possibly Idris, Idris Elba was was you know like being tapped for that. And, and you I know, think Idris Elba would be an awesome Bond. Oh, he'd be he'd be amazing but but you know but you know we got dumbass racists racists out there you know that that you know they can't enjoy nice things because like there's you know, plenty of other forbid- people movies they can watch that i want to watch Idris Elba play james bond i mean but heaven for but heaven forbid like you know like you know a fictional character be something they don't envision you know right. i think probably I mean, the best route and and this is just uh, uh, as Josh said there in the comments, there there is a new 007, and it's and it is a woman in this mm-hmm. movie. It's not Jane Bond, I don't think. No, <laughs> but, but I, well, I, no, I, well, no, I was just I was just I was just saying all that because people, oh, yeah, yeah. because like okay, you either got the racists that are coming out the woodworks because you know it's a possibility a black man might be James Bond in hell, like they were losing the damn minds, and there's a possibility a black man might be Superman too, yeah. or or you got the men's rights activists, you know, like pissed off because like it could be the next James Bond movie might be centered around a woman you know so you know oh you know what what will make you happy you know is my question you know what if they can't what they can't find another white dude you know with like the nice statuesque look in that jawline and looks good in the square cut you know swim swim trunks and stuff what they can't find nobody to fit that mold so they have to cast somebody else did you ever think about that that's right i think that for my head canon has always been um, that when whoever is 007 dies, another person just comes in and assumes that identity. You know that it's like that it's Pierce, like Doctor Who almost. Yeah, like yeah. Pierce Brosnan's Bond is a different person than Sean Connery's Bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and and like, at least in my and actually, and actually, well, and actually was... if you look at if you look at those iterations, because what? How many? How many James Bonds have been six? Uh, there's been more than that, I think. Um, I mean, I mean uh, if you uh, let's see, we got we got we got, we got we got Roger Moore, we got Sean Connery, we got uh, Timothy Timothy Dalton. Dalton, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, and I swore there was one more. There um, is uh, Lazenby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you look at each and every one of those actors that portrayed James Bond and you look at the actual James Bond character, you know, as they were portrayed, they were all different ones from the previous ones. Like, like, I mean, I mean, Pierce Brosnan definitely was like the super smooth one. Like there was nobody smoother than him before, you know, you know, there was nobody smoother than him except for Roger Moore's uh, James Bond. Um, You know, Sean Connery, Sean Connery is kind of like the ramrod and Daniel Craig's is kind of the same way too. Like, like, you know, like he's going to get shit done. Yeah. Yeah. He will. He will like, you know, get the woman in the bed and all that stuff. Timothy Dalton kind of, you know, what do you, you know, it is, let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. What would be more controversial bond being a woman or bond being gay? Bond being gay, yeah, bond, bond being yeah. gay. 
Because like, even if it's a woman, right? Like Kristen Stewart could totally pull off the hitting on a girl at a bar with the same confidence of James Bond. But you, but you see, here's the thing about it, though. Here's the thing about it, though. That just that just goes into that that heteronormative uh, fantasy that you know, like, oh, it's chick on chick. We're about to see some of that going on, you know. So yeah, like it's it's just more fan service for people who don't deserve it. <laughs> I think what's what's more controversial to me is is that she's not British. <laughs> oh, that, that too. That oh, that too. Bond. Yeah. Okay, fine. Me, Lord's Boot like, deserves to be Jane, uh, Jane Bond. I'll say it. Yeah. No, no. You know, I think that uh, that for me, being British is like the, the number one type of thing, like that, because he's such a British icon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, that you know, it, it's just it would feel oh, yeah. so. But I mean, I I always kind of felt that with with, with Superman and and. Now Henry Cavill certainly isn't American, um, just because Superman embodied that American kind of idea. So things can be, you know, Hollywood and movies is 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 all fiction. I mean, there's a rumor um, that he was going to be Bond too, right, Henry? Cavill? There was a rumor yeah. he was going to be Bond. Yeah. Uh, um, I need to so look did he say he wanted to focus more on like he wants to be Superman again, but then he also wants to spend a lot more time on Witcher and a couple of those other franchises that he's already in. Yeah. Yeah. You got Suicide Squad coming up next month. That's going to be a good one. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, did you see that the article? Musical- did you see that article by the way come out about how James Gunn like after Marvel let him go, he needed Suicide Squad to like. Yeah. That was a good article. If anybody had, yeah, that. yeah, it will, yeah, it like it like helped them through some stuff. Uh, and then for the musical nerds, uh, Dear Evan Hansen uh, with Ben Platt is coming out, and I cannot wait for that. It's going to be phenomenal. And the West Side Story is coming in December. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really intrigued by West Side Story. Yeah, yeah, West Side Story coming back to the screen because this is the second time they've tried to make a film out of it, and the first time it bombed. So this time needs to be good. Um, but I mean, I've seen Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway before, and it was one of the absolute best performances I've ever seen. And Ben Platt, I, I don't know that there's a better Broadway artist right now currently um, out there than him. He he's, he just brings unbelievable talent to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that Josh is agreeing with me here in the chat. Yes, yes, Josh, Dear Evan Hansen is going to be absolutely amazing. So can't, I, can't, I can't wait for that. Nice. Uh, I had an article up, but my laptop died, so I need to look this up again. But there's a list of people who could potentially be the next Bond. This was uh, an article written in Esquire about two weeks ago. Not that I go there for my movie news, but it was the first article. <laughs> so, uh, First article after he hits so the uh, hot link. A lot of people think that this uh, Lashana Lynch is going to be 007 in the next film. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, well, and she's the actress that that is going to be have have the code name 007 mm-hmm. in, in the next. So, so I think from what I've heard, after this, she will take over the mantle as as 007. It won't be Bond. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what her actual name is going to be, but but the thought or is that she'll take over as you know what some of these 
I'm looking at some of these, and some of these are just a way too damn far fetched. Though, let let let's go through this list real fast. We have okay, well, Lashana Lynch. Like, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move on past that because oh, like, also depends on if the crowd loves her. If she's well received, sure. But if not, no. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm and I'm not going over the complete list. I'm just throwing out the names that just seem a little too wild. Tom Holland is one of the first ones that come to mind here, and that's on this list. Like, don't 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 dare accuse me of throwing his name. I out mean, there. if that's you on want the list. popular name, but they've never gone for the popular name. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Bond is like the the character that made the actor, not the other way around, right? So let let Kingsman. They've got. They've got Tom Hardy in there, which Tom Hardy, he has played in a couple of spy flicks, but I don't see him quite fitting the mold of James Bond. The only thing is, if they went the same route as the Daniel Craig movies, he would be good because he's physical. Yeah. Like Craig. But if they want, I, the, the thing is, I feel like they want to go back a little bit to like the smooth spy the smooth movies Bond. and not the action beat them up, like beat everybody which, up type thing. Which, which newsflash is just fucking elbow would have been great for that. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> They've got Robert, think they've got Robert Pattinson on this list. What yeah. the hell? You forgot you uh, forgot to mention that I guy just... from uh, Bridgerton. The black guy from uh, Bridgerton. I can't I can't I can't pronounce his name. I, know, I, I can't didn't either. That's why I said <laughs> the actor. They've got Riz Ahmed on here. Uh Daniel Kaluuya. Mm. I don't know who any of these people are past like those first five. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, let's see. Lower down the list, you got Michael Fassbender, Henry Cavill. See, Michael uh, Fassbender, I think, would be a good Bond, but he's he's almost he's like at the teetering point of almost being too old. Unless they shot them back to back to back, and he only did three movies. Yeah, uh, and let me see. John Boyega's on that list, but I don't quite see no. him. The James Bond. No. Yeah, I mean, he's too awkward on screen. I, yeah. 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 I still, yeah. I still think he's a good sidekick. I think. Oh, well, that's wrong. That's wrong. It's hundred percent accurate. It's hundred percent accurate. <laughs> okay, look at the one Star Wars movie that's kind of focused on him. It sucks. Which one? <laughs> oh, we're talking. Oh, we're talking. We're talking. We're talking. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. That movie's awful. Uh, I still think Henry Cavill would be like a great Bond. What? Yes. If, what about Michael B. Jordan? If you're if you're gonna go down the black route. I mean, like, I, I, he, I feel like it, can he do a British accent though? That's the thing. Is he British certain. in any movie he does? I feel like he can't do a hood accent, so he's gonna have a he's gonna have an uphill <laughs> battle trying to do a British accent. I mean, Chattered Bozeman would have been a great one too. Rest in yeah, peace. He yeah, he would have. Man, you know, I'm with 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 someone like Bond. I'm always I always feel like you know get the unknown. Because, um, yeah. like you said, the, the, it's a role that really it demands so much of 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 the actor. You know, they're they're kind of tied to Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're they're not. You know, it took Daniel Craig a long time to be in a whole lot of other movies. You know, regularly he would pop up every now and then, but he, you know, he wasn't starring in too many. Um, it, it took a while. It yeah. Took, yeah, because it, it shocked the shit out of me seeing him in the girl with the dragon tattoo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me pitch you on this. How about a guy who he misfired horribly uh, with a Marvel franchise? Didn't work out for him. No, 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 no. Need Andrew to... Garfield. Hell no. No, I'm not saying Andrew Garfield. No, I'm saying Miles Teller. Very. He can do no. deep stuff. No. <sighs> no. 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 
No. Just let Hollywood, just let, just let the Hollywood talent agencies figure out who the next James Bond is. Like, <laughs> I, say, I thought you were going to say Ben Kingsley. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. <laughs> even Josh. If they did like, like a, what if they did? Even Josh is like you. <laughs> if they did like a Batman Beyond type Bond thing, where like. Ben Kingsley was old Bond. <laughs> they just brought in the new oh. person. Maybe Bond is M I can now. see him more as a Christian villain, Bale. Honestly. See, I see Ben. I see Ben Kingsley being Q. Yeah, he could be Q. Yeah. Oh, man. By the way, speaking of changing roles, remember remember when M became a woman and now oh, yeah. like with oh, Judy man. Dench, people when... lost people lost their damn minds and that yeah, happened but, remember but now like i don't want anybody other other than judy dench yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. now all i see yes. is now all i see is voldemort given you know <laughs> wizard tricks to bond now <laughs> and then they, and then and then uh which which movie was it where they uh, Skyfall. They he put the villain from, uh, or they put the guy from the Sherlock show as the villain, and he was terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. God, I, uh, yeah. I got a whole. I just came up with a great topic for for another episode of this, but yeah. All right, save it, save it. Yeah, save it, save it, save it. We don't. We're, we're we're no longer dishing like previews of the shows uh, for Bossers Podcast. We that was episode one hundred where you got that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, are we gonna are we gonna call it there? Is this is this where we're gonna I, call I, it? I, I think we're gonna call it there, man. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey, this is this is great. It I, was, like, I like it. It was good. I enjoy this. This is my favorite show. This show we've done in like three months. <laughs> this is where this was refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of reminds me of that other show we did there on for a while. Um, anyway, I know, right? I know, right? Uh, we got, we got, we got. I mean, I never got an invite to it, so it couldn't we, have been that good. We got, we got drag, we got drag Joe in here, I know. like kicking, and screaming by his toenails or something. Like, we, got... <laughs> I know, I miss Joe a lot. Um, yeah, I miss him too. But, anyways, we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening and or watching the Boss Rush podcast. You can catch the episode on podcast feeds and YouTube on Mondays. Also. Remember to rate and review us if you listen on Apple Podcasts. Block, thank you for joining us on this episode. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Uh, where can we find you? Um, so YouTube again as um just blocks gaming reviews. I'm occasionally I haven't been on on Twitch in a while. I need to get back on it, but I'm on, I'm on Twitch um, and on Twitter. Uh, blocks game rvws reviews without the uh the the vowels um because it doesn't fit and um uh yeah you can just catch me i usually on youtube is, is the best that's where the core of my content would be other than bossrushgames.com where my editorials reviews and news pieces will be nice logan uh, you can catch me Twitter at Logan Corkins. Uh, yeah, get to catch out all the awesome Boss Rush entertainment content. Got a look, got a lot of good stuff this week. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I gotta, I gotta get with Austin. We're gonna try to record that first episode of Mighty Ducks this weekend. So, hate that we get it out to yet. You're early. I mean, uh, Austin and hey, I are planning something do, fun. Let's to this. Hey. August the month of, for the month of August for Culus we are doing Mighty Ducks. After that we are going to the nine nine with Brooklyn nine nine. Uh, that's going to oh, cover nice. September and most of October as well. Nice, awesome. Uh, LeBron, where can we find you? 
Uh, as usual, you can find me on social media at XS803, EXODUS803. That's also my gamer tag, my Twitch handle, uh, my YouTube channel. Just come look it up there. Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Head over to my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash XS803 for Crossroads PlayStation Podcast. Logan was on there last night. <laughs> Love you, man. Yo. Talked about mall food. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter. You can find me here on the Boss Rush Podcast. You can find me hosting Tower Casuals, the Destiny Podcast. You can find me on Nintendo Power Block and various other things we do here on the Boss Rush Network. 